So this is a sales script after being inspired by hearing uh, the guy that wrote exactly what to say speak about hearing aids, which is funny. Um, here we go. If you're watching this, I'm sure you're like me and you are happy, of course, and also perpetually dissatisfied. And by perpetually dissatisfied, I mean you strive for more. You want more from yourself. You want to have more business. You want to have more money. You want to travel more. You want to do more. You want to laugh more. You want to have more. You want to help more people. Perpetually, being perpetually dissatisfied is super useful. You know, it gives us reasons to move, reasons to act. It gives us the motivation. And with that, we're able to find solutions that other people can't find. We're able to move forward and to figure things out. Because the desire for more is just a part of us. And I think it's a part of all of us. We all want more secretly. Because that's what life is all about. Life outside of humanity is all about progression. Constant progression. A tree is going to grow as tall as it can. Grass is going to grow through the concrete. Miraculously, the flowers are going to bloom again after a brutal winter. And we're no different. We want more because we know somehow that more is attainable. And with that, I'll say this. For me, wanting more became a must. It stopped being something that would be nice and became a have to. After breaking my neck and being told that I would never have any feeling or movement below my collarbone, being perpetually dissatisfied from that moment forward was a must have. Because I was thrust into a situation where if I didn't believe for the extraordinary, if I didn't speak about the extraordinary, if I didn't change dramatically the way I thought, the way I spoke, the things I was going for, and the level of gratitude that I had, then all hope was lost. I knew that in order to have more, to constantly better my world, that I would have to not just have a plan for what I wanted. I needed a strategy. I needed a strategy that, one, was doable. Two, was sustainable. And three, made a big difference. I didn't know exactly what that was, but I knew that I was searching. And I'm sure like you, you want solutions to problems all the time. And I'm sure like you, you want something that's going to be reliable. You know, how often, how frustrating is it when you buy something thinking that it's going to be the solution you're looking for? And then either it breaks, stops working, or 
doesn't do nearly as good a job as you thought. Or worse yet, it only works for a very short time when you really needed a long-term solution. You know, <laughs> we all in here know that our time is valuable. Like, I don't want to waste my time on junk. And more than that, I don't want to waste my money. And because the internet was not what it is now, 20 years ago, when I started this journey, I had to go where I could find reasons, where I could find answers, where I could find solace and peace and strength and solutions. And that was within. I had to really question myself. I had to figure out what I was believing, what I was thinking, what I was expecting. I had to self-examine in order to really be an authentic version of myself and have the real fulfillment and impact that I longed for. I couldn't deal with a short-term solution. I couldn't deal with something working for a time and not working in the long term. I couldn't deal with something that was so expensive that there was no way I could even get my foot in the door. And I needed a miracle. That was the only solution for me, a miracle. So in my searching, I began to hear solutions. I began to ask questions to myself. I began to make statements that impacted my thinking, which impacted my words, which impacted my actions, which impacted my happiness, which impacted my entire world. And bit by bit, it all came together. And I kept taking care of today, making short-term goals and doing my due diligence. And eventually it came to be known as the day one mindset. And I used it first and foremost to solve my own problems, to keep me moving forward, happy, and at the same time perpetually dissatisfied. Constantly wanting more, to do more, to have more, to be more, to make more money, to give better gifts, to keep growing and to keep being valuable. That's something I longed for as well. Not just that my body would work again, but that I would be valuable again. And it turns out learning myself was the key to everything. I tell people that as soon as I stopped waiting for the superhero to come save me, I became him. And it started with my mind and it started with my habits and it became a worthwhile endeavor when it stopped being just ideas and became an actionable strategy. And, the, and that actionable strategy is the five-point plan known as the Day One Mindset. It's a five-point line of defense from negativity and failure and disillusionment 
it's the bridge from where you are to where you know you can be. It's the solution that works every single day because it was designed to work today. It was designed to take care of day one, the first day of your life. It's not just simple. Some people will say, oh, it's, it's too simple. It can't be that simple. Why can't it? Can you honestly say that you don't think it worked for me? How would you feel if you were told that what you wanted, that car, that house, that spouse, that job, that life that you desire was utterly impossible and would never, ever, ever happen? Let's switch it up. How would you feel if the life that you desired, your wildest dream, after being told no for so long, was finally true? And you were living in the ideas and the feelings that you once had as your personal 3D experiential daily life. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? That's what I live every single day. I use my self-talk to not only combat and be a line of defense against negativity, but to actively plant seeds that I know will come to fruition very, very soon. My words not only protect my present, but it makes a way for my future. Their declarations, my words heal, my words grow, my words diminish fear. My words empower me to do more. My words help me make a way. And I rely on step two, my imagination. To take those words and create amazing images and pictures and visions that excite me and move me and propel me forward, no matter my circumstance. And I use my imagination to narrow it down to step three and focus on what I'm going for. Exactly what excites me. Exactly what is it that I want for my life. That I want for my body. That I want for my bank account. That I want for my spirit. That I want for my legacy. At a certain point, you have to decide that you can't live for the accolades or the haters <laughs> however you still when people talk about you want it to be something good and it keeps me on that path of the righteous doing exactly what's right and true for me because I figured out along the way with focusing on exactly what I wanted that verbalizing it was a big part of that And being able to talk about it with my self-talk, imagine it and see it and experience it so deeply 
and focus on exactly what I'm going for. Led me to step four, which is that I only have solutions. Trusting myself is trusting the process. Loving myself is loving the journey. And combining those first three steps, it works out like gangbusters. I'm happy, I'm fulfilled, I'm perpetually dissatisfied. I'm finding answers all around me. I trust that my words and my imagination can move mountains, and they do. I see the dominoes fall. I see the fruit grow. I see my world change. My body alone is evidence of that. I've become a professional figure-outer. And all that leads me into the fifth step that solidifies everything, which is my level of gratitude. I never imagined that something so terrible at the time, breaking my neck and becoming a quadriplegic, and, you know, among all the other things that were coming and crashing down at the time, would be my transportation to such greatness. I never thought I'd be grateful for that instance, but I truly am. Because it gave me the chance to ask questions, which led to conversations, which led to relationships, which led to utter success. And it started because I simply had a problem. You see, the difficulty wasn't the problem. The way I felt about it, the way I spoke about it, the things I did because of it. The life that I was living and the life that I was imagining, the life that I was thinking about and speaking about was the problem. Breaking my neck was just an opportunity, a catalyst to become a superhero. It's my origin story. And how much more impactful is it to go from needing a miracle to being able to formulate miracles on demand? Having not just a plan to succeed. Oh, I'm going to lose five pounds. Oh, I'm going to run two miles. Oh, I'm going to start my business. Oh, I'm going to forgive that person but rather having a strategy to get you there. And also a strategy that can protect your progress. Because who wants to take two steps forward and four steps back? Because the storm hit. The good thing about the day one mindset is it works in the storm. It might not stop the rain, but it'll definitely give you an umbrella. <laughs> It's not going to stop the rain, but it will allow you to use it. To use the terrible as transportation. To use the problem as an origin story. To use the difficulty as an opportunity. It'll make you a professional figure-outer. It'll help you become a professional mind-maker-upper for other people. Because you'll be able to see things that they can't see. You'll trust yourself and be able to make decisive moves when other people are feeling stuck. You'll be so grateful people will start to wonder if you're on drugs. 
This is just some of the power that comes with the day one mindset. Now, I'm not going to come up here and, and say I'm some guru that's looking for followers. I'm absolutely not. What I am is a way maker and a multiplier of good. I've made a way for myself amongst impossible odds over and over and over again. And in that, I've gained certain insights. I've developed certain superpowers. And I've filled in potholes along the way so that anyone looking, anyone asking, anyone searching, anyone perpetually dissatisfied like me would be able to help make their way a little bit easier, a little bit faster, a bit funner, and with a bit more understanding. Knowing that awareness, being aware of yourself, stepping back for a minute to just examine how you're speaking, the thoughts that are coming to mind, the actions that you're taking, and the story that you're telling yourself. I'm thankful for breaking my neck for a myriad of reasons, probably over 8,423 of them. And this reason is because it allowed me to not have to focus on anything else but myself. It gave me time. It gave me the reason, that's for damn sure. It gave me the motivation because I know that motivation is broken up into two pieces. The first, which is Latin for motive, that's where we get the word. And another word for motive is reason. And Asian is just a derivative of how we got the word action. So it gave me a reason to do, a reason to act, a reason to move. Not just a plan, but a strategy came out of that. The terrible ended up becoming my transportation. I'm going to ride this problem until the wheels fall off. And I'm going to figure it out. Because it stopped being something that I wanted, something that would be nice, and became a have to. I embodied the solution with my words and my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, and my gratitude. I combined these five steps of the day one mindset with my self-talk, my imagination, focusing on and knowing exactly what was for me, what I am, what I am not, what I am willing to do, and what I am not willing to do. I searched and obtained solutions, and even commanded them to appear. And how could that not make me more grateful? How could my life not benefit from it? I've been able to see amazing things. Because I firmly believe, and many people have heard me say it, that the Bible is such a practical manual. And it says that many are called, but few are chosen. And I believe the choosing is so few because the choosing is up to us. Life called us to be here. That's why we're all here. That's why the people that were before us were before us. 
That's why the people that are after us will be after us. But it's up to us every single day what we choose. Because at the start of every day, there are a myriad of chances and choices we must make. The choices we make to say the certain things, to think certain things, to focus on certain things, to do certain things, to not do certain things. And the story that we're telling ourselves makes all the difference in the world. Because I'm sure you noticed, just like I did, that life is pretty subjective. It really matters what you think about it. It matters what you believe is true. It matters what you do and don't do. It matters. So my only question to finish this out is, are you still waiting for one day? Or is this your day one? This is Lord Milan Lawazu. This is my life at a weird angle.